Thank you for joining me, Senator Smith. Thanks for having me. So in very basic terms, can you explain how ranked choice voting would work? This particular bill we call Final Five voting because it's not pure ranked choice voting, meaning that we precede the general election with an open primary where a voter would go in and see all the candidates for U.S. Congress, for instance, and it won't matter what party they are representing, they would all be listed. You can choose one candidate to vote for, and it doesn't matter which party. Currently, when you go to a primary election, you have to choose. You're either going to vote in the Republican column or the Democratic column. In this case, you would now just vote for one person out of that column, and it could be any party. Then from there, the top five vote getters from that open primary move on to the general election. And that's when a voter would rank those five when they get to the voting booth. From what I understand, if a person's first choice was eliminated, they didn't receive enough first choice votes, Mm -hmm. their vote would automatically be counted on their second choice. Is that right? And then so on. Yep, that's right. And so you'd have round if, in fact, probably not very likely, but if the first round there is one candidate that gets over 50 percent, then we'd be done. The whole idea is to have a candidate that gets over 50 percent of the vote or a majority and they become the winner of that seat. So it can take the first round, that doesn't happen, and your first choice is fifth, because that fifth place person is, go- person is going to be knocked off, then your second choice receives your vote, and so forth, until we get to a majority winner. And so in what elections would the ranked choice voting be implemented? In the case of the bill that I'm authoring, it's for our congressional seats, meaning for U.S. House of Representatives and for U.S. Senate. Do you anticipate extending it to statewide and presidential elections in the future? And why have you started with federal elections? Well, we feel like the federal elections get the attention. And the stalemate that we see in Congress these days, which is not serving people well, it needs to be addressed. And that's just our number one priority here. But, uh, you know, if, if it becomes something that people really like, I would be very much open to moving further ahead and adding state legislature to that. So ranked choice voting is generating nationwide interest at the moment, but only Alaska and Maine currently use ranked choice ballots in state and federal elections. Did you use them as a model at all in this bill? Thanks for asking that question, because they are two different systems. Yes, Maine actually uses ranked choice voting, but they don't use final five system. Alaska, they call it Final Four. They've they've gone to Final Four, but they do use the system I'm talking about, and it seems to be working pretty well in, in Alaska. They have recently elected the first Native Alaskan to Congress in their history, and it's, I think, in part because it was an opportunity for people to actually vote for the person that they align with value-wise over voting for whomever the party chose to put on the ballot for them. In Maine, we had uh, a hearing yesterday, as you know, and we had testimony in opposition to our system, and and they used that as an example how confusing it was in Maine. Well, it certainly is when you get 30 people on a ballot, which was one of the examples that they told us about. And so people have to rank 30 some people. That certainly is confusing. And it took 30, they said 35 actually, and it took 33 rounds for them to get to a winner. 
That is definitely a problem. But in the case of final five voting, again, it's that open primary, which is not ranked. It's just one vote. And then you get to the final five and you only have to rank five persons. And I think that is a huge difference maker. And really, the bottom line is for this system, it's about changing the behaviors of our elected officials more than changing who gets elected. So this is a pretty foundational change. Out of curiosity, why is this a bill instead of a constitutional amendment? You know, Faye, I appreciate you asking that question because there is way too much of a hurry often to run to the Constitution to get something you want done because it should first come through in form of a bill so that you can work out the kinks before it becomes something that is embedded in your Constitution and you don't have any chance to change and correct any errors that might have been made along the way. Generally, ranked choice voting is a more liberal concept. Why do you think that is, and why do you think Wisconsin Republicans are co-sponsoring this bill now? Frankly, there are Republican colleagues that I serve with, both houses, that want to change as much as I do and want to take away that extreme pressure from both the left and the right that is put on them in a primary and by the parties. The parties have too much power in the sense that they are controlled by the more extreme factions of the party because that's who shows up in primaries. We're lucky to get 10% of the voting public to show up in a primary, and the people who show up are the ones who are more extreme oftentimes and are the ones who pretty much eat and breathe politics, right? So we, we need to do everything we can, I think, personally, to encourage more people to show up when we really need them to, and that's for every election, including primaries. And I think this is one of those possibilities that are going to encourage more participation, both by candidates and by voters. We also know that Wisconsin is a battleground state and a hotspot of election denial. Is this bill an attempt to address those issues? I sure wish it would. Yesterday, I was disappointed to see so many of the um, same persons I've seen that are election deniers that, uh, for whatever reason, feel like anything we introduce is some sort of uh, gimmick that they don't like. We try our best to try to explain how it works, and there's just a lot of distrust. I don't blame a lot of people for having so much distrust, but if it's not working for you now, why wouldn't you want to try something different? And by the way, yesterday in our eight-hour hearing on this bill, there were a number of people in suits who came from out of state. We had someone from Oklahoma, someone from Texas. We had three people from Maine. We had someone from Illinois and Minnesota. And I would think that the people who are skeptics would have to also ask the same question I asked them. Why are you here to uh, tell us in Wisconsin how we should manage our elections? Is it because we're a battleground state? I kind of think that might be. They don't want the change to happen because they have more control over our elections in the system that we have now. So why introduce this bill now? Can you walk us through the timing? We introduced this bill actually the last session as well, and we just haven't gotten the attention, including introducing it this session, until after we get through the budget, which happens to be the first six months of the year, of an odd-numbered year. Hopefully, we could get an exact meaning of vote out of our committee as soon as possible. I mean, you know, there's no reason why we shouldn't, except that uh, it'll be up to the committee chair to determine whether or not he supports it and wants to help us get it through and then get it to the floor. I mean, 
Uh, oftentimes we see bills that get to the floor within a week or two of being introduced. But then there are times because the majority party chooses not to um, bring anything to the floor or to delay it, it takes months, and then they say they ran out of time. So it's politics in play. And how likely would you say it is that this bill will be signed into law? Do you think you have the votes in the legislature, and have you heard from Governor Evers at all? No, frankly, I don't expect we're going to have that kind of success this go-around. This will be our second go-around with this bill. It is such a big change and a big idea that it takes a lot of time for people to uh, grasp the concept and to accept it. And maybe the more times that Congress holds us hostage over a debt ceiling argument or a budget bill, maybe people will finally have had enough and said, let's try something different. And I sure hope they agree with me that it is time for something different. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? My office is open and I'm open for, for talking about this subject anytime. And The one thing I will say that when I have constituents that I speak to that have differing points of views and we have a discussion, generally they'll say something like, why can't you all just get along? Or um, we need to eliminate the parties that, you know, those are favorite things for people to say. I explain this bill to them and people are really enthusiastically support of an idea like this. So out in the public, it's a winner, but we just have to get the uh, elected officials that I serve with to also get on board. Thank you again for agreeing to speak with me, Senator Smith. I appreciate that opportunity. That was Senator Jeff Smith, a Democrat from Brunswick. He and some of his colleagues in the state legislature from both sides of the aisle are collaborating on a proposal that would implement ranked-choice voting in federal elections. Senator Smith says many of his constituents are on board, but the bill is unlikely to pass in this session. He also says they're likely to reintroduce the bill until it gets enough support, in the hopes that it will help address the contentious two-party system. 